0: Well, when we open our New Testament, began to read about Jesus, we read uh, in Matthew, even, chapter 3, after it gives the lineage of Jesus and everything, it says that Jesus came from Galilee. This is Matthew three thirteen through 17. Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. Now, John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him and said, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up out of the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. So the ministry of Jesus opens with him being baptized. And then if we read to the, go to the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, after Jesus has been crucified and resurrected, he meets with his disciples, and the last two verses Matthew chapter 28 verses 19 and 20 go therefore make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you and behold I'm with you always to the end of the age so baptism is something that we see from first to last in the ministry of Jesus And then when we turn to the book of Acts, we read about everybody that came to know Christ was baptized. On the day of Pentecost, 3,000 people believed in Jesus. And then it said, and they were all baptized. Every one of them were baptized. And then as we just go through the book of Acts, as people Cornelius and uh, Saul of Tarsus and others would come to know Jesus... As soon as possible, they were baptized. So I just want you to know baptism is an important thing. I meet people for a lot of times who say, Well, I'm a Christian. So, well, have you been baptized? Well, no, but, uh, but, I, but I believe in Jesus. And I say, That's great. That's good. And certainly, baptism doesn't wash away any sins. And baptism doesn't save anybody. A person can be saved And not ever be baptized like the thief who died on the cross next to Jesus. He was certainly never baptized. But Jesus said, today you'll be with me in paradise. But under normal circumstances, we are supposed to believe and be baptized. Believe and be baptized. So uh, I want to read one other passage of scripture. And then I want to just ask and answer some questions about baptism today. Romans chapter 6, verses 3 and 4, the Apostle Paul is writing, and he said, Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life, a new quality of life. So here's some questions about baptism. First of all, what is baptism? What is baptism? I guess you could say, well, uh, uh, some people define it in different ways, but biblically, the word baptize, the Greek word for baptize was baptize. (laughs) That's the Greek, baptizo, baptize. And when the uh, translators of the Bible, the King James Bible, began to translate it, they knew what that word meant. The, the, The Greek word, baptize, means to plunge or to immerse, to put something completely underwater. It was actually a very common word. It was a word that women would use if they were talking about washing their clothes or washing their dishes. They would baptize their dishes. That is, they would plunge them under the water, put them under the water. But when the translators began to translate it, they were not immersing people. They were Anglicans or Catholics, and so they were just sprinkling or pouring water on people. And so they said, well, if we translate it immerse, which is what it means, it's going to condemn what we're doing. So they said, well, I tell you, well, let's just don't translate it. Let's just bring it over into English and keep it just like it is. And that's the reason that we have the word baptize rather than immerse. Because baptism, and you'll see this, of course, just in a a little bit, Baptism is when someone comes into the water and they take on an appearance as if they die. They actually kind of fold their hands and and they close their eyes and it's a picture of someone dying. And then they are put back under the water and when the water covers over their face... It's a picture of someone being buried. And then, praise the Lord, we don't stop there. Uh, Amen, Jim? (laughs) I thought I'd get an amen on that. But then when you come up out of the water, that is a picture of someone being raised from the dead. So baptism is intended to demonstrate and to portray to picture death, and burial, and resurrection. Now, why would we do that? (laughs) Well, because we believe that we are saved because Jesus died and was buried and he rose again for our sins. And so every baptism is a a proclamation of the gospel of Jesus. You're going to hear three sermons in a little bit, without any words, you're going to see three people put under the water, raised up out of the water, and each one of them are shouting, Jesus died for my sins. He was buried, and he rose again for me. And that's, the, that's what baptism is. Now, why are we baptized? Baptized. Well, there are three reasons that I can think of. There may be more, but uh, one reason, because Jesus was baptized. We're, we're followers of Jesus, right? That's who we are. We're followers of Jesus. So what Jesus did, we want to do. And so Jesus was baptized, we want to be baptized. But also, he commanded us to be baptized. He said, go and make disciples Baptizing them. So Jesus taught us, He actually commanded us to be baptized. Now, again, I think a person can be saved, not be baptized. But you can't be an obedient Christian in every way unless you follow Him in baptism. And so, baptism is. We're baptized because Jesus was baptized and because he told us to be baptized, but the main reason is because of what it pictures and portrays. And I've used this illustration many times, but I have on my on my left hand here a ring, and that ring tells you something about me. When you see it, you know what about me? That I'm married, that's right, because it is a wedding ring. And 53 years ago, almost 54 years ago, my wife slipped this ring on my finger as she was taking vows to, uh, uh, and I was taking vows, and she slipped this ring on my finger, and I've worn it for 50, almost 54 years now. Now, the ring does not make me married. As a matter of fact, I could take it off think (laughs) and I'm still married right and if my brother here put this ring on he wouldn't be married would he so the ring really doesn't make you married or keep you from being married but the ring does serve a purpose it is a symbol of a fact it is an external symbol of an internal fact I have committed my life to love and be faithful to Carol as long as we live. And this ring represents that. And baptism, like the ring, is an external symbol of an internal reality. It is a way of declaring outwardly something that has happened inwardly. And so that's the reason... We should be baptized. Well, when should we be baptized? Well, I believe that we should be baptized uh, as soon as we can after we're saved, as soon as it's reasonably feasible. And uh, But now, the ones that are being baptized today, they've been saved a good while, but they are being baptized because it is their appointed choice in time to be baptized today. But I would say to most of you, if you were to trust Jesus today, I would encourage you to be baptized quickly, soon. Be baptized within the next week or so, as soon as we could set it up. So, uh, and then who should be baptized? Well, I I know, and again, there are uh, religious groups that believe that You should baptize babies. And uh, we do believe in having a dedication of babies. And uh, there have been times that we'll have parents bring a new baby up here. We'll pray over that baby, and we'll pray for God's blessing and God's provision. We'll pray mainly we're dedicating the parents, actually, to bring that child up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. But we don't baptize babies. And why is that? Well, For one reason, it's because there's nothing in Scripture that indicates that babies were ever baptized. Baptism is for believers, those who have personally put their faith and their trust in Jesus Christ. And so that's who should be baptized, is those who have said, I believe with all my heart that Jesus died on a cross for my sins. That he was buried in a grave and that he rose again on the third day. And I believe that he now lives in me, that he, I trust him to be my Savior and my Lord. So when we're baptized, we are portraying, we're picturing, we're declaring our faith in Jesus and we are taking a step of obedience and we are edifying or building up, strengthening, encouraging the congregation. And I believe that is the right way, the proper way, the right time, and the right reason for us to be baptized. And I would just say, maybe there are some of you who have, uh, you've been a Christian maybe for a few years, but you've never been baptized. Uh, I, I see that a lot. And if that's the case, I would like to urge you to come today during our invitation and say, Pastor, I am a Christian, but I haven't been baptized, and I'd like to follow the Lord in Christian baptism as these three are doing today. Now, it may be that there are some of you here that have not trusted in Jesus. You've you've tried to live a good life. You've gone to church. You've tried to be a good person. And somehow or another you thought that by trying to live a good, clean life that that would give you favor with God and he would say, well, come on to heaven when you die. But the truth is there's only one thing that allows us to go into heaven and that's when we have by grace through faith trusted in Jesus and him alone. In him alone. And... uh, The Bible says that all of our righteousnesses are just like dirty rags in the sight of a holy God. And there's only one thing that God looks for in our life, and that is the righteousness of Jesus. And we do not get that righteousness by our human effort. We get it by faith. Righteousness comes by faith in Him. And I just urge you today, if you've not ever put your trust in Jesus, to let this be the day where you say, I believe that Jesus died for me, and I trust him as my Savior and Lord. And then the last thing, baptism does not necessarily change our life, but Jesus changes our life. And it says there in Romans chapter 6, verse 4, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of God the Father, that we too might walk in a new quality of life, a new kind of life. And do you know that when you became a Christian, when you invited Jesus into your heart, when you trusted the Lord, God's Holy Spirit actually took up residence in your life. And this baptism is a portrayal of the fact that I have been raised just as Jesus was raised. I have been raised to live a new quality of life, resurrection life, life by his power, life for his purpose. So uh, I'm uh, always glad to see people baptized. And for me the most wonderful part of it, the part where I almost shout is when they come up out of the water and I see the water fall away from their face, I just say, praise God. That's what Jesus did. He died for my sins. He was buried. And then he rose again from the dead. Well, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, I pray today for those who are gathered here for each one of us. I pray that you'll help us to examine our own hearts, to ask, first of all, the question, do I believe that Jesus died for my sins? Have I put my trust in him? Have I called on him, even as Stephanie read earlier, everyone who will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Have I done that? And then if the answer to that is yes, the second question is, have I publicly declared my faith to others and have I followed him in Christian baptism? And if the answer is no, I pray that they would respond today by saying, I want to follow him in baptism. And then I pray for each of us as we observe these baptisms in a few minutes that our hearts will rejoice in, uh, with great gladness as we're reminded of the fact that Jesus died for us and that he rose again. And I pray these things in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. We invite you to like us on Facebook or visit our website, www.bearcreekbaptist.org. If you're not a member of another church, we would like to invite you to join us in person and get to know us, and let us get to know you. Have a great week, and may the Lord richly bless you.